good morning. Welcome to today's devotion. Today, we're going to talk about the fixed standard to live and align our lives up, which is called the truth. The truth in the matter is that Jesus died on the cross and was resurrected. And at this time, he gave his disciples some key ingredients by which to align their lives up. So today, we're just going to go over these scriptures and, and hopefully you can get some encouragement by these. Let's begin to pray. Father, I'm asking you in the name of Jesus that you would be with us and help us to align ourselves up with you. Not just some truth, the world's truth, but that's your truth. Teach us how to apply this word to our lives. Not, not just merely hearing it or as in some kind of religious activity, but how to actively do it. In Jesus' name, amen. I'm going to first start out, um, and I'm going to reference this today, is this movie called Independence Day. And in it, you see the aliens invaded the earth. Um, this is the, the movie where Will Smith played in. In order to take over the earth, uh, and they came in, in this, this alien beings came in, and these people were so excited about what this new, what was going to happen, and something big was in the sky. And then the next thing you know, that these people are being killed. But, in order for them to survive, they had to go to a place of safety, certain people. Uh, so, and let me insert this uh, ahead of time. The only way that they could kill the enemy was to invade where the enemy lived and to insert a virus into their system. Because their previous weapons weren't working so they can try to make every single attempt to fight them off but nothing could harm or penetrate their weaponry I'm going to start off right here with Jesus what Jesus says in Matthew 28 and 18 Jesus said, and he said this to his disciples, his 11 disciples, at verse 18, he said to them, all authority, not some, which means all power, absolute rulership, would meaning that there is no question who rules now. He said, in heaven and earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations. And what does that mean? What he was saying is, help people to learn me. We're helping people to learn Jesus. Believing in Jesus. Obeying his words. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. But we're also teaching them 
to observe everything, which means his teachings. He said, observe everything that I've commanded you, which is his teachings. And listen to this. He says, I'm with you always. Did I mean sometimes? Meaning that he's regardless of any circumstances or occasions, he with you. I'm going to go into detail a little bit if you allow me to go into it. The keys to constantly fighting off any influence with, in today's society, whether whatever circumstances that we're dealing with, is what we do on a daily basis. And when Jesus said in verse 19 to go and therefore make disciples, help people to learn, it, this is something he was saying. It doesn't matter what the world thinks, their your opinions, your standings, their, your feelings, whatever it is, we have to set our hearts and our minds on the truth of a matter and what Jesus says. When he went into the, the stance on baptizing, what was he saying? He says, when you're being baptized, it's merely not just going down into a water and coming back. You might as well just say taking a bath or just going to the beach. He's not saying go play in it. What he's saying is identify yourself as my disciple. Similar as a wife and a husband. When the new covenant is established in marriage, the wedding ring symbolizes that nothing comes between this relationship. We're now one. That means that what the wife does is she takes on the husband's name. She says, I no longer identifies myself as up under my father's household, my parents' household. So now, this is not a half-way covenant. This is a, we're all in until death do us apart. So what Jesus wants, he don't want to have us to be halfway in. I don't want to be as a, in the marriage. You don't want to be married just for the benefits. And nor do you want to just go to church for just to get your worship on, just to get your word, just to be a part of something. What Jesus says is as a disciple, and when you get baptized, what you're saying is you're saying I am now a representation of what Jesus looked like to the world. So as Jesus died, I die, meaning so therefore I'm put under the water to symbolize my death. And then as I go down, just like the identify as to the grave. And so my old attitude, my old thinking, my whole behaviors are died, my old my own opinions. And when I'm resurrected, I'm resurrected to identify myself as Christ. That's what baptism is all about. This is not some some sort of light thing to do. This is a whole change. It's similar to um, when we leave our dishes out 
all night long and you know how the food is 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 caked up in there in order for the stuff to be removed there has to be a, a soaking so similar the blood the covering is soaked so now as that hot water was on the dishes now as you leave it and it's soaking you remove it the next thing you know is your identity has changed so jesus is saying as long as we're soaking in him and we're identifying ourselves with him our heavenly location changes similar to independence day on the movie there where as we're talking about the truth of god's truth and not the world's truth we need to understand in order for them to survive they had to go to a different area they had to learn what's the best way to fight off the enemy in jesus what he's saying in order for you to learn because see in this world jesus says that all have sinned and fallen short of his glory the good thing about jesus and his disciples as he told us to go out and make disciples it's just no different to what the world does we have college recruiters we have businesses recruiting we have big companies recruiters but what they're doing is they're trying to recruit the best talents as whether it's nba whether it's nfl they're trying to be recruit the best of the best but the good things about being a christ disciples christ warned us that he don't mind if we recruit the worst of the worst you can become the worst of the worst person and by the world standards but by christ standards it's all about what christ says you see in john 3 16 god says i've sent my only begotten son in human form the divine and human to the earth to die on your behalf so only thing that you have to do is believe in order believe in me in order to have everlasting life in other words what god wanted to do is similar to the movie independence day he wanted us he wanted to encourage us to understand that there is a greater plan a greater authority in order to do that that authority has to be injected in order to be his way of doing things <clears throat> you see in the verses he's teaching us he's saying teaching them to observe everything that i've commanded it and i'm always remaining with them regardless of any circumstances so this means when i don't feel love i must be able to quote what god says he says remember i am with you always remain with you for um, regardless of any circumstances so that means that whether i fail a class whether i miss out on something it doesn't matter whether my relationship goes back god says that i'm with you no matter what we need to be able to tear down what our feelings our emotions with the word of god why is that important 
the examples of this is in this movie, as I was saying, the aliens came down to evade. So what you need to understand is that demons, what they do is they try to get us to forget about the power of the cross. The, when Jesus went to the cross to die for us, he reconciled our relationship. So with that, he gave us victory and he defeated the enemy, which was foreign or domestics, meaning that in the heavenly places, as well as the earthly realm. That's important. I want you to remind you what this verse says. Jesus came and said to them, all authority, absolute ruler in heaven and in earth has been given to me. Why is that important? Let's turn to, um, with me, to 2 Corinthians 10 and 3. And it says, for though we walk in the flesh of mortal men, we're not carrying on our spiritual warfare according to the flesh and using the weapons of men. The weapons of our warfare are not physical weapons of the flesh. Our weapons are divinely powerful and destruction, the destructions of fortresses. Hmm. I need you to understand that the things that in our mind, the things that our feelings, our emotions, is not wrong with that. But when they go against the truth about what God says about a matter, then that means that we are unknowingly inviting demonic influences. Now, I know what you're saying because I said the same thing. When I was younger, I would avoid and run away from any topics about demonic influence because the truth of the matter is, I didn't want to think about that. I was terrified of it. You know, the only thing that I was used to seeing and from the world's point of view, the only thing that they ever show on TV was somebody in, in a red jumpsuit or a pitchfork. And really, that's exactly what the enemy wants us to view him. But here, we have to understand that this is how that he wants us to view him. We, as believers, we have to understand that if we don't confess the truth about Jesus, if we don't rely on the truth about Jesus, and if we deny the truth about Jesus, then we can't defeat the enemy. The enemy is defeated by Jesus, not by our own strength, not by our own words, not by our own fights, but our strength and our life is defeated only through Jesus. I need you to, as I'm wrapping this up, to understand this. In, in Ephesians, Chapter 6, in verse 10, it 
This is what Paul says. He says, in conclusion, be strong in the Lord. Now, that didn't mean be strong in your riches, in your job, in your own intelligence, in your own smarts. And that's exactly what the enemy tries to get us to be strong in. It says, be strong in the Lord. Draw your strength from Jesus and be empowered through your union with Jesus and in the power of his might. Whose might? Jesus' might. So that means that the only way that we can defeat him it's not about ourselves. It's about Jesus. I want you to turn with me. And this is why Paul had this, this conclusion when he said in Philippians 13, he said, I can do all things which Jesus called me to do through Jesus who strengthens me, empowers me to fulfill his purpose. And here's, here's the thing that Paul confessed. I am self-sufficient in crisis sufficiency. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through Jesus who infuses me with the inner strength and confidence and in peace. So he goes on to say, so I can go through any difficulties or any circumstances. You see, in our human world, when our immune systems are compromised, it's because we have allowed a virus, to, uh, a virus had come in and to take control over of our, our bodies, our human systems. Similarly, on a regular basis, in order for this not to happen, so that we're not putting our, system, our, our, our thoughts ahead of what Christ says, what social media says, what the TV says, what our job says, what our parents says, we have to make sure that we are infused with what Jesus says, what the truth about what Jesus says on a regular basis. We can't just halfway listen to him, but we have to be allowed the word of God to be infused in us on a regular basis so that we're able, just like the movie Independence Day, once they were able to essentially affect their own virus, into the enemies where the enemy was and as i go into it tomorrow when you're able to fight the enemy with the truth and with the power of jesus christ then you can go ahead and destroy every single thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of jesus christ all right have a wonderful day and be encouraged by this word.